Psalm 94, verses 16 through 19. Who will rise up for me against the wicked? Who will take a stand for me against evildoers? Unless the Lord had given me help, I would soon have dwelt in the silence of death. When I said, My foot is slipping, your love, O Lord, supported me. When anxiety was great within me, your consolation brought joy to my soul. Wow, there's a lot packed into uh, this part mm-hmm. of Psalm 94. Who will rise up against the wicked? My thought there is, well, what about the wicked? Is, is there a, a unified idea of what wickedness is in our very secular world? I, I hmm. think not. Hmm. I, I think sometimes it has political application, sometimes social application. But here you're, you're talking about um, a, a lover of God, the psalmist, uh, mm-hmm. who has come up against a, a, a terrible, you know, evil in the world. I, I called what I wrote about this like Sodom, like Gomorrah. Mm-hmm. And um, I just think it's not taught enough uh, the, it, what, what we don't learn enough about is the very nature of evil. Sometimes it's, it's, it, hmm. it's treated moralistically, but that's not helpful. Uh, evil hmm. is embedded, and I think you preached on this recently, is embedded in the human heart because of the hmm. fall. It, did, it, it was, a, it was, a, it was a, a virus we caught that we can't get rid of. No medicine will cure it by itself. Uh, only the Lord and the Lord is there for this, uh, the psalmist. My foot is slipping, he says, but your love, mm-hmm. the Lord, supported me. Mm-hmm. Anxiety mm-hmm. was great within me. Your consolation brought joy to my soul. And boy, do I identify with that. Same. And, and also with this slipping of the foot uh, image that appears in several psalms, it seems to have been a, maybe a common colloquialism or something at the time of the psalmist that, you know, if your foot is slipping, it's, it's an error, right? It's, we're talking about um, evil and sin, the sin that's in every human heart. And the psalmist often comes back to this image of the slipping foot. And there's a, um, you know, in in Habakkuk, I know you know this verse, I know you love this phrase, the Lord is my strength, it says in Habakkuk, he makes my feet like the deers. He makes me tread on my high places. And I, I love that image. It's like a, you picture those mountain goats that walk along the edge, you know, of a cliff or up on a mountain and they have this sure-footedness. And you can imagine if one of their feet slips, they're in sudden tremendous danger. You know, if they fall, they're going to die. And I think this is what's maybe on the psalmist's mind when he says, when I said my foot is slipping, your love, O Lord, supported me. There's an understanding that sin is evil, that when our feet slip, it's like like we're like that mountain goat. We could fall to our death. Like sin is not just this, oh, this little mistake that we made, you know, please, you know, forget I ever did that or whatever. No, it's a very serious thing. And it actually comes from the heart of evil. And if we allow our feet to slip in sin too much, there's great danger. But I love what it says here. Your love, O oh Lord, supported me. I picture that mountain goat kind of falling and just being supported, being put back on the path. You know, not necessarily by the chastisement of God, but by the love of God. And in that, I find 
like, like it says right here, uh, consolation brought joy to my soul. I, I'm, I'm filled with joy when I am reminded of the great love of God for a uh, foot slipper like me. One of the things that you and I have tried very hard to do in this series that we're mm-hmm. in is to stay away from the news of the day. Mm-hmm. We get plenty of that. In, f- in fact, there's an uh, overabundance of news that we receive, most of it about the things that have gone haywire in the world. Right, uh, totally. Yep. But I do think we have entered new waters uh, in our own time where um, the forces of Sodom and Gomorrah, if that's a spiritual force, it's a condition, definitely. Uh, in our own cities, I mean, if you look at uh, the West Coast, uh, Portland and Seattle and and San Francisco and, and uh, Los Angeles and all of the poor and, and not poor so much, but people that are drug addicted, they're are, are homeless, literally, and they, they're filling the streets and nobody seems to be doing anything about it. And it's mm. sort of, to me, an image of. Uh, what the do-gooders uh, are trying to do something about it, and they're doing nothing about it. And it's kind of like representative or symbolic of the condition of the world without God. Mm-hmm. When I hear that, Eric, I, uh, I, I see all of those images too. And um, my mind immediately goes to the consistent call throughout scripture where God calls upon those who have material provision to kind of enter into the margins, you know, the quartet of the vulnerable, as it's described in the Old Testament, the widow, the orphan, the poor, and the migrant. When you um, enter into those spaces, you go into the Portland, you go into the uh, rural Appalachia or whatever, and you go and bring help and bring justice and bring provision to those people, you really discover God there. You discover the heart of God there. Um, So yes, we're seeing more and more a world without God. And then, so to me, the call is louder and clearer for those of us who do follow Christ to enter into those spaces and bring, bring the love that supports, you know, the same love that supports us when our feet are slipping, we're called to go in and support those who need help. Well, the, the news flash is that the rich, the wealthy, they, they slip too. Uh, we mm-hmm. all have the capacity yeah. to slip. Uh, yeah. We have a church filled with people like that. Uh, Christianity is about people that have slipped uh, mm-hmm. and fallen, but have reached out to God and, mm-hmm. and he yeah. offered his hand. Amen.